0: the way we
1: to do our best with God by our side. She is a single parent who does her best in caring for both of us and giving us the best life. I thank God for her every day. Have Mondays. Thank you for being the best mom ever. Look at what we wrote on the daisy for you. Mom, we are calling you blessed. You are such a blessing to us. You are always by my side and I need you. I love you.
2: Bless the Lord, O oh my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. This is the day that the Lord has made. We are here and we're rejoicing and we're glad about it. Thank God for another day. Thank God for another Lord's Day where we worship and praise the Lord in spirit and in truth. And we thank God that it's Mother's Day, a day that we honor our mothers. Look, I'm usually here by myself with the skeleton crew, but we've got some other guests in the house this morning. I shouldn't say guests because all, all the ones that faces that I'm looking at are faces that I recognize. Camera, if you don't mind, pan around just a little bit and let them see who's all with us this morning. Amen, amen. Look at here, look at here. We've got people in places. God bless you. I want to thank our program committee for taking the time to uh, make sure that, that, that this was done. It was a surprise to me when I came into the sanctuary this morning. All of these faces of familiar people of our congregation in positions where you normally sit. I came in and I said, well, clearly we know where we sit. We do have our special seats. And so we thank God that you are here with us on this morning. Again, I want to thank the program committee. uh, for making this feel a little more like church on this morning. Seeing these wonderful faces was certainly a joy. And they even have my dad over here, as well in place as well looking like he's going to tell somebody what to do i don't know what he's about to say but he's giving some instructions we thank you again thank you again this is god's day let us rejoice and be exceedingly glad we've got our men here it's time to worship and praise the lord and so if you will men come on and let's worship the lord this morning to ask the lord come see about us
3: Lord, I'm down in this mean old world and I need Jesus to see about me. I'm down here Lord, and I'm all by myself.
4: Come on, Jesus. Come on to and see me. about
3: me. You a friend to the end, and you never let me down. Come on, Jesus. Come on to and me. You, please. Oh, oh, come on in about me. You were friend to the end. You never let me oh, down. Oh, come on in.
5: Reading the scripture will be coming from Genesis chapter 21, verses 14 through 18. And it reads as follows. And Abraham rose up early in the morning and took bread and a bottle of water and gave it unto Hagar, putting it on her shoulder, and the child he sent her away, and she departed, and wandered into the wilderness of the sheep when the water was spent in the bottle, she cast the child under one of the shrubs. And she went, and she sat and set her down over against him a good way off, as it were a bowshot, for she said, Let me not see the death of a child. And she sat over against him, and lift up her voice and wept. God heard the voice of the lad, and the angel of God called to Hagar out of heaven, and said unto her, What aideth he, you Hagar? Fear not, for God had heard the voice of the lad where he is. Arise, lift up the lad, Hold him in thy hand, for I will make him a great nation. May God have a blessing to the readers, hearers, and doers of his word. Let us pray. Father God, thank you. God, thank you for this day, day we've never seen, day we'll never see again. God, I want to thank you for waking me up this morning, being clothed in my right mind, able to utter these words to you. God, as we open the doors of this church in your Son Jesus' name, let this church. Churches across this city, state, and nation, open their doors in your son Jesus' name. God, we thank you. We're dealing in perilous times, Father. People don't know what to do, how to do, when to do it, going on with the coronavirus. But God, we know who's in control. God, as various states and cities or whatnot open up, let them open up in safety. Not just rush to open up for a dollar bill. God, let's open up safety to enjoy the lives now and the lives of the future. Yes. God, I pray for every man, woman, boy, girl that's here right now. God, we, we humbly open our, op- open this church up to you. Have your way in this, in this service. God, today is a special day. Yes. You've allowed me to be on this earth 50-plus years and have a mother. And God, I thank you for her. God, I thank you, I thank you, I thank you, I can't thank you enough. God, I pray for family members and friends of mine and church members that still have their mother. Let them love on their mother, call their mother, hug their mother. God, I pray a special prayer for those whose mother has have gone on. They're here in spirit. They'll never leave us. They instilled a lot into us that growed us up the way we are. God, we love you. I pray that this church this service is opened it's for the edification of you God we pray for the preach man today he's got a lot on his shoulders going on with this coronavirus and the virtual church but father look what you did today he's preaching to a show full church if the people that's watching could see what we see but they gonna feel it father and we thank you let him decrease and increase you because we know Beyond a shadow of a doubt, he's called. We love you. We praise you. We give all the honor and glory. In your son Jesus' name we do pray. Amen.
2: Amen. Amen. Let the church say amen. I can really say let the church say amen this morning. Amen. Amen. Is the camera on me? Is the camera on me? God bless. I'm just going to walk out into the audience for just a little bit because if, if the camera is watching me, I want you all to see we've got deacons here, deacon on the front row. Amen. That's deacon James. He's right here here, yeah, right Right on post, right on post. On the other side, Deacon Bridgman. God bless you. He's right here. Amen. Deacon Bridgman's right here on post. I mean, y'all, y'all, y'all it feels like church now. I, I, Mother Christian's right here. Beautiful Mother Christian. I see you smiling, Mother Christian. God bless you. So good to see you all. So good to see you. I mean, this is such a tremendous blessing this morning. And the ushers are on post, y'all. I mean, right in the middle of the, of the church. They're ready to collect money and wouldn't you know it, it's giving time. Wouldn't you know it, it's giving time. So ushers, ushers, thank you for being here this morning. And listen, if you uh, have not been able to uh, bring your tithe to the uh, office on this past week, certainly uh, we are able to receive your offerings through our electronic means. We invite you to do so right now. If you're able to give uh, through the K Chapel app, Or if you uh, will text to the number on your screen right now, you'll be able to give there as well. Uh, If you have not downloaded the app and you can't text on the screen, by all means, bring your tithe before the or at the conclusion of this service, people will be here to receive your tithe and your offering then as well. God bless you and God keep you is our prayer. Can we just worship the Lord a little while as we give now in this our offering? Because you do recall that giving unto God is also a part of our worship. Let's worship him now.
4: Oh,
5: to continue to bless your ministry. God, we thank you for those who gave, those who had desire to give. Continue to bless and grow this church for the edification of you. and your son, in Jesus' name we do pray. Amen.
2: Amen, amen. God bless you, God bless you. Well, it is Mother's Day, a wonderful day and beautiful weather outside. I pray that Uh, You are able to FaceTime your mother, call your mother Let her know that you're thinking about her If she's still with you on this side, amen And listen, we're delighted to have with us two young men Who are going to offer tributes to our mothers on this morning Caleb and Carlton Young, amen Say amen for these young men as they come And offer tributes to our mothers on this morning Amen, thank you young men
1: Good morning. Good morning. I am Carlton Young.
6: I am Caleb Young. We are here this morning to extend all honors
1: to mothers on this Mother's Day. In 1914, President Woodrow Wilson established the second Sunday in May as Mother's Day. More importantly, in the Bible, Exodus 20.12 tells us, Honor thy father and thy mother, that thy days may be long upon the land which the Lord thy God giveth thee.
6: Ephesians 6, 1 through 3 tells us, Children, obey your parents and the Lord this is right. Honor thy father and mother which is the first commandment with promise that it may be well with thee and thou mayest live long on the earth. As we
1: wondered about how this tribute should be presented we completed a little research. We found a very interesting article entitled salary.com Moms, we know you're worth it but what is it really worth?
6: What is the it? In this article, the it all the duties and roles that mothers have. It is the day-to-day, the endless to-do list that mothers, the endless to-do list of mothers that restarts and grows each morning. The author attempted to use
1: the salary of each career to set a wage by mother's roles. Here are just some of the roles of the mothers that, the, according to the author, the CEO of the home and family, the bookkeeper and buyer, the dietitian and the cook, the executive housekeeper, and the supervisor. How many times can you remember your mother saying, clean your room, and I coming to check? Or giving dad a list of things to be done around the house? Yes, she is the supervisor.
6: Mommy's the event planner. Who planned your last birthday party? Part or the family gathering. She is also a photographer, interior designer, facilities director, daycare manager, and teacher. She works in the laundry and as the tailor. She is the wake-up call and a night watchman. It is amazing how moms can hear a cough or the baby crying in the middle of the night. In our case, in these 10 years, she's sitting up waiting for the teenager who's one minute past curfew.
1: Moms work as a toy fixer, life coach, staff nurse, through the day and the night shifts. She's the activity director and the chauffeur. Salary.com estimates a medium salary for mothers to be around $160,000 a year. Now that is a salary I'm glad many moms will be happy to accept. In our opinion, they missed the mark. They didn't calculate that mothers' jobs can be 24 hours a day for 18 plus years.
6: Holly.com didn't take into account that mothers are sometimes completing multiple jobs at the same time. It is that is that double time? Is there any overtime built into that salary? What about extra pay for putting herself last? After the
1: meal is ready? Who's the last person to eat? miss, the warmth of a mother's hug, or how a baby is calmed by the smell of their mother. As secure your toddler feels after at daycare pickup, the mother's encouragement on the first day of school. As for teenagers, it is valuable that the extra last time, after your mother said that that was the last time. How
6: valuable is it we are mature enough to know that your mother was right in many ways. When you find yourself smiling because you notice that you sound like her. There is no way to calculate a payment for these actions of love. Moms are always, moms are have moms are and have always been and forever will be the first essential worker.
1: It is impossible to place a dollar amount on the love and prayers of a Christian mother, grandmothers, godmothers. A Christian, God-fearing mother figure is priceless. As we leave you, we would like to extend this prayer, dear Father in heaven. Bless all mothers, those on those here on earth and in heaven. Tell those that are with you that they are
6: dearly missed. May all mothers follow in your footsteps with hearts full of love. Please keep them in your loving care and bless all mothers on this Mother's Day. Amen. We would like to wish you all a happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day to our mom, Dimitri Young. Thank you for all that you do. We, love, we love, you. love you.
2: Amen. Amen. God bless you. Thank you, young man happy mother's day way to give a shout out to your mom too way to go way to go i know she's beaming right now and, and while listen i might as well give a shout out to mine happy mother's day mom amen so glad so glad that you're here listen uh show show my mama a picture if she can you're over there too mama amen they got your picture over there too amen we'll, we'll get it in a minute but all we thank god thank god for you and all of our mothers uh for the wonderful job the, just being the wonderful people that you are in our lives. Listen, let me also ask uh, that you keep uh, the Walker family and the Magruder family in your prayers. LaVertis, uh the sister of Lavertus Walker passed uh, earlier this past week. Uh, those services are going to be Wednesday at 12 noon at the Jackson Memorial Funeral Home uh, this Wednesday at 12 noon. Also visitation will be Tuesday from 6 pm to 8 pm the chapel service will be wednesday at 12 noon at the jackson memorial funeral home also the mother of limas magruder uh, sister alice price uh, passed last week as well the visitation will be thursday may 14th uh, from 1 pm to 7 pm at the people's funeral home and uh, the graveside service will be on friday may 15th at noon at garden memorial and so again uh, please keep Limas Magruder and Lavertus Walker in your prayers uh, as they bereave, uh, They are bereaved for this week. Uh, we want to uh, certainly ask that God's multiplied mercies and grace uh, would be upon them at this time. Amen. Listen, I know that you are hearing about the, um, uh, the stay-at-home orders being lifted and, and, and some being uh, released in, to some degree we we are continuing to uh, practice safer at home for the time being Uh, we will be studying uh, in the near future uh, how we will conduct a re-entry into the building Uh, but we're not rushing into this we want to do our due diligence to make sure that all is safe and all is prepared uh, so that when that time does come uh, that we know how we're doing it we know uh, the proper protocols to take so that everyone stays safe so if you will give us some time that we will study it, uh, we will be organizing a, a building reentry task force comprised of, of, of healthcare workers and, and emergency workers as well who will give us insight and understanding to know uh, what requirements need to be put in place so that when we gather, uh, we are doing so as safely as possible. So we will be making announcements uh, as soon as we have the time to study that. And when we're ready to open, we will certainly be letting you know. We want to see you. But, but I'll tell you what, these faces on these uh, pictures certainly make it better. Amen. Listen, I also want to thank, I want to thank um, uh, Sister uh, Stephanie, Stephanie Johnson. Uh, this stole that I'm wearing today uh, was made by Stephanie Johnson. I shared with her some time ago that my grandmother uh, loved making quilts. And uh, one of the things that she, she just did for all of her grandchildren, she would make us quilts. Um, and, and I had a, a desire to have a stole uh, just sort of in the, in the style of quilting made up of just different pieces and pieces of fabric and that kind of thing. And Stephanie put this together for me, a stole uh, that, that helps me to celebrate uh, my grandmother, Ernestine Beeman, and so I thought I'd wear it today on Mother's Day, and so I want to thank you, Stephanie, for making this possible for me. Amen. God bless you, and God keep you, is our prayer. Listen, these men are singing out of their hearts this morning. I want to thank God for them, this great male chorus, or male quartet, or whatever we want to call them this morning. Amen. They're singing like a chorus. Amen. And so we want to hear one more selection from them before the Word of God this morning.
4: The sweetest name is the sweetest name. I know. Oh, how I love him. Oh, how I love the name Jesus. Talking about the name Jesus, yeah. Oh, how I love the name Jesus. It's the sweetest name. the car Yeah
2: Sweetest name, I know the only name under heaven whereby men shall be saved. Something about that name. Amen. 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 I just keep looking out here, y'all, because this is really a blessing to me. Amen. Amen. And my, I keep looking over to this side. I knew I'd find him. My wife is sitting over there too. Amen. That's who I've been looking for. Amen. I see her over there now. Amen. She's over there. God bless you. God bless you. And uh, let me say Happy Mother's Day to the mother of my children. Amen. Amen. Happy Mother's Day, dear. We love you. We love you. You will consider a portion of scripture with me read earlier in your hearing, the book of Genesis. Genesis. book of Genesis, chapter 21. Beginning with verse number 14, Genesis 21, verse number 14. And there these words are recorded. And Abraham rose up early in the morning, and took bread and a bottle of water and gave it unto Hagar, putting it on her shoulder and the child and sent her away. She departed and wandered in the wilderness of Beersheba. The water was spent in the bottle and she cast the child under one of the shrubs she went and sat down, her down over against him a good way off, as it were a bow shot. But she said, let me not see the death of the child. And she sat over against him and lifted up her voice and wept. God heard the voice of the lad and the angel of God called to Hagar out of heaven and said unto her, What aileth thee, Hagar? Fear not, for God hath heard the voice of the lad where he is. Arise, lift up the lad, and hold him in thine hand, for I will make him a great nation. Amen. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. I want to talk from the subject, the cry of Hagar, the cry of Hagar. We celebrate mothers on this Mother's Day. All that mothers are, all that mothers do, all that mothers make happen, and all that mothers mean to us. Planning a Mother's Day service and preaching a Mother's Day sermon can be a mixed bag. Because depending on who's holding the bag, depending on your experience, depending on your reality, determines how you're really feeling today. Because Mother's Day is not the same for everybody. For those of you who are so blessed to have God-fearing mothers who are still with you, as do I, mothers who have loved you through your changes and helped you through your hardships, counseled you through your problems, cheered for your accomplishment, fought your adversaries, and and fought for your advancements while praying for your protection. For you, this is a happy day. If, If you can celebrate your mother and still see your mother, this then is a joyous day. But for a lot of people, Mother's Day is a hard day. There are many this morning who are found weeping this is a hard day for those of you who have lost your mothers pain is real the hurt seems to come and go even though the memories last forever and for you I pray that you will encounter on this day the closeness of your mother's voice and the tenderness of the father's touch who will give you the strength and the grace that you need to honor your mother's life and celebrate who she is to you because if you can celebrate your mother but you can't see her mother's day can be a hard day and you may be weeping mother's day is also a hard day for those who have strained and strange relationships with their mothers Let's be honest, all mother-children relationships are not pretty and precious. All mother-child relationships don't have a supportive and nurturing mother at the center who sacrifices their own wants for their children. And the reality is that there are some bad mothers who have not mothered well. And for those children who grew up with mothers who rejected their responsibilities, mothers who dismissed their duties, mothers who were missing in action, mothers, mothers, mothers who who, who didn't do what mothers sh- should do, this day leaves a sour aftertaste on your emotional palates. So for you, I pray that you will experience God's multiplied mercies overshadowing the trauma that troubles your mind and soothing the sting that poisons your personality. In other words, I pray that your mama issues don't get in the way of you being the person that God has called you and wants you to be. But Mother's Day is also hard for those mothers who have lost their children. On this morning let us be mindful of the fact that there are many mothers who not, are not smiling right now life has robbed them of their greatest joy and for them this day reminds them that their hopes have been shattered their dreams have been dashed their expectations have come to an unexpected halt as it relates to their children and for them mother's day is a shot to the heart and a blow to the soul these mothers are weeping, And for you, I pray that God meets you in your grief and sits with you in your sorrow. I pray that your tears will become well-seasoned testimonies of God's sustaining power and that your hurt is not wasted, but rather that it becomes the necessary catalyst to, to bring attention to the things that we as a society would rather ignore or conveniently forget. Because this week we were made aware again to face the reality that blackness matters in America. Again, we were presented with what amounts to the penalty of being black and the privilege of being white in this country when 25-year-old former football standout Ahmad Arbery went for a jog on February 23rd in his Brunswick, Georgia neighborhood only to be hunted down by two white men with a shotgun. And for two months, those men who were known to be the ones responsible for Aubrey's murder were given the privilege of going on with their lives uninterrupted until the video of the horrific scene was leaked on social media. Two days after the video surfaced, Aubrey's murderers were arrested, which points to the fact that justice is not impartial. And I know this might be heavy talk on mother's day i know that you tuned in hoping just for flowers and balloons cards and candies presents and platitudes to celebrate mothers but we would only perpetuate the problem if we did not acknowledge the cries of mothers today and as much as some people would like to ignore it and push it under the rug and act like there's no problem too many black mothers this morning are crying for justice for their children the mother of botham john the Mother of Michael Brown, the mother of Tamir Rice, the mother of Antetitia Jefferson, the mother of Jordan Davis, the mother of Alton Sterling, the mother of Sean Bell, the mother of Freddie Gray, the mother of Sandra Bland, the mother of Trayvon Martin, the mother of Philando Castillo, And I, I don't lift up these names just to make another hashtag, but rather to amplify the cries of those who this nation would rather silence. weary and as tired as we are of seeing and hearing of another instance of murder where race was a precipitating factor, to avert our eyes and to close our ears to their grief is to cheapen our faith and to discredit their hurt. These and many more mothers cry for their children. And not just for those children who have been killed, but mothers cry for those children who have been met with injustice, children who have been treated unfairly, children who have been denied opportunities, children who have been overlooked and under-resourced, children who have been denied a childhood and made to grow up too soon. Mothers are crying this morning, and if we really want to honor mothers, then we must be willing to hear those who weep for their children. If you will sit in this text long enough, we can hear the cries of today's mothers echo in the history of the Old Testament as the mother in today's text weeps for her child. Listen to her. Her name is Hagar. And although our text is in the 21st chapter of Genesis, Hagar's story begins in a chapter where she is not even named. It's in chapter 12, chapter 12 when the Lord speaks to Abraham and tells him to get out of his father's house and go to a country where he would show them and Abraham gets his wife Sarah and they pack up all of their belongings, all of their livestock and they start walking into the wilderness until they get to the land of Canaan and they walk in Canaan's land where the Lord promises Abraham that he would give him this land and make of him a great nation. Abraham continues to walk and look the land over, but a famine develops in the land, and so Abraham decides to go to Egypt. The only problem is that he fears that because Sarah is such a beautiful woman that that as a foreigner in Egypt, they would take Sarah away from him, give Sarah to Pharaoh, and kill Abraham. So Abraham tells Sarah, says, listen, tell the Egyptians that you're not my wife. Tell them you're my sister because instead of killing me they will pay for you and I'll get off free so sarah goes along with the plan and indeed abraham is treated well and given livestock and slaves for sarah to become pharaoh's wife the only problem is the lord sends plagues to pharaoh and pharaoh discovers the lie that has been told to him and pharaoh says, listen abraham take your wife get all your stuff and everything that i gave you and get out of egypt right now i don't want to have anything to do with you or anything that has to do with you likelihood my brothers and sisters then is that when Abraham and Sarah left Egypt that among the servants and slaves they took with them this girl named Hagar and Hagar becomes the handmaiden or the attendant of Sarah now I'm not Gonna give you the all of the story. You've got to read it for yourself. I'll give you the abridged version, but you've got to read it and fill in the gaps yourself. Abraham and Sarah are promised a child by God, but after 25 years, no child. Sarah says to Abraham, "Abraham, take Hagar, my handmaiden, and go and conceive a baby with her. Maybe God will bless us that way." Abraham says, "Are you sure? Yeah, I'm sure. Are you sure? You sure? Yeah, I'm sure." Abraham says, "All right, let's go." And then Abraham and Hagar have a child together. The child is named Ishmael. God says, listen, Abraham, I didn't tell you to do that. I'm going to bless Ishmael, but that's not the child that I went for the promise. I'm going to bless you and Sarah with your own child. And after some years, in fact, Abraham and Sarah, well, after their childbearing years, get together and they have a child whose name is Isaac. When Isaac is born, Sarah tells Abraham, now tell Hagar and that child to get out of my house because I don't want him to have anything to do with Isaac. Isaac's inheritance. Put a pen right there. I don't want, watch this, I don't want Ishmael to get in the way of my child's inheritance. I'm going to come back to that in a minute. This is where we meet Hagar this morning weeping. Abraham having gotten orders amen men from his wife y'all might as well say amen having gotten orders orders from his wife to send that woman away. Abraham goes and does exactly what Sarah says. He gives Hagar a bottle of water, a loaf of bread, and sends them away. After Hagar, watch this, has born his son, Abraham gives them a bottle of water, a loaf of bread, and sends them away. After Hagar has served his wife for years and years, Abraham gives them a bottle of water, a loaf of bread, and sends them away. Watch this. After Abraham and Sarah have used Hagar's body for their own benefit, Abraham gives them a bottle of water, a loaf of bread, and sends them away. Who who would not be found crying? You're a young single mother and a woman of color sent into the wilderness with your black child, a bottle of water, and a loaf of bread, and somehow expected to make it. Who wouldn't be found crying? She was thrust into a hostile environment for both herself and her son. And in this text, we find her weeping, and Hagar is weeping for herself. She is weeping because she has been treated unfairly. That's the first point. She's weeping because she has been treated unfairly. And watch this. If you can sympathize and empathize with Hagar, then you have to be willing to do the same for young mothers and families in the state of Mississippi who for years have been treated the same way. I can't get no help right there. I can't get no help right there. If, you, if you're going to share a tear for Hagar, you better start crying for the mothers in Mississippi who have been treated the same Way earlier this year, State Auditor Shad White announced in February that the Mississippi Department of Human Services Director and five others were being indicted for the largest embezzlement scheme in state history, initially totaling totaling over two million dollars of funds from the TANF uh, Fund, Temporary Assistance for Needy Families. That figure was increased this week to over 94 million dollars of questionable spending that included everything from the purchase of luxury vehicles and building sports fields on some of the state's university campuses to promotion of sporting events and payment for services unrelated to needy families. The net result of funneling these funds from Mississippi's needy families meant that starting as early in 2011, the rate of those families that were being approved for income assistance dropped from 35% in 2010 to just 2.8% in 2011. In 2015, watch this. In 2015, of all of the needy families that that applied for needy funds, listen to me. Only 1.4 percent were approved. 1.4 percent were approved for assistance that actually measured to came up to 170 dollars a month for a family of three. That's what the state of Mississippi gave needy families. $170 a month for family of three. If you can see the chart, chart that I want to lift up to you, shows that we went from a denial rate in 2003 of 49%. We were denying 49% just about 50% were denied in 2003. But in 2015, 94% were denied. Denied. All the while, these funds that were meant to help needy families were lining the pockets of the powerful and the connected. In other words, needy families in Mississippi were given a bottle of water, a loaf of bread, and told. Not only were they sent with little to nothing, But then those same families were criminalized by making them have to scan. you read about it. They had to scan their fingerprints when they came to pick up their children from child care centers to try to make sure it was the same child and and they weren't double dipping in the fun when they've been dipping the whole time. They criminalized these families and made them get drug tests every month to make sure that they weren't doing drugs, to make sure that they weren't criminals when the real criminals were stealing the whole time. The very people who are oftentimes seen and heard decrying the welfare system used that very system to subsidize their projects, their programs, and their lifestyle. And on this Mother's Day, you got to hear that you got to hear Hagar's cry. Hagar cried because she was being mistreated and nobody did anything about it. Hagar cried because they kept denying her the help that she needed and nobody stood up for her. Hagar cried. She cried but nobody listened. She cried about the unfairness and nobody heard. She cried about the injustice and nobody did anything. She cried about being taken advantage of and nobody stood up. She cried about her child being victimized and caught up in a system that was against him and nobody heard her and we cannot keep ignoring Hagar's cries because remember hear me watch this hear me remember remember y'all Hagar is not unemployed stay with me. Hagar is not this lazy mythological figure that so many people want to make of those who need temporary assistance. Hagar was not just sitting at home trying to collect a check. She was a laborer. She was a worker. She worked hard and yet even with all of the hours that she pulled when the system was through with her, the system gave her a bottle of water, a loaf of bread, and sent her away and Hagar wept because that said to her that this is all you and your child are worth she wept so she looked at her life and she had to figure out if I'm made in the image of God How can, watch this, God's people treat me like this? If if I'm made in the image of God and and Abraham and Sarah, you're supposed to be the people of God, how can you look at me and deny me my dignity? How can you look at my child and give us a bottle of water, a loaf of bread and send us on our way? So she cried for herself, but then, secondly, she cried for her son. Hagar is weeping because her child is being denied the rights and resources that were rightfully his rightfully he is verse 10 look at verse 10 wherefore she said unto Abraham cast out this bondwoman and her son for the son of this bondwoman shall not be heir with my son even with Isaac listen I told you I was going to come back that Sarah says listen get rid of Ishmael get rid of Hagar because I don't want them around our stuff I don't want them. I ain't trying to figure out what they're going to get when you die, Abraham. You're old. You're going to get out of here before I do. And I don't want to have to fight them because I will cut them. I don't want to have to get in a fight. Send them away now so it doesn't come to that. Hagar cried because she is raising a child in a hostile context she cried because she saw her son being denied watch this participation in a future that rightfully belonged to him that was abraham's son and he was being denied what was rightfully his by god's folk y'all ain't talking to me She cried because she saw her child being disregarded, disrespected, and disinherited by a system that lobbied for his birth, but abandoned him shortly after he came into the world. She cried because she saw people who said they knew the Lord turn their backs on them once they got what they wanted out of her. She cried because here was a man who was supposed to know God, refusing to take care of his son. Here were people who said they love God, not supporting them, or treating them like brothers and sisters. Here were people who worshiped God but didn't let that worship make them be people of justice, people of integrity, and people who valued the dignity of life beyond the womb. These are people who said they wanted to do the will of God. But after Ishmael's birth, they didn't make sure that he got a quality education. After his birth, they couldn't be found when Ishmael needed health care after his birth. They went missing when Ishmael needed to go to the dentist after his birth. They didn't want to be bothered when Ishmael needed a new school to be built in his neighborhood after his birth. They didn't couldn't be found when Ishmael's asthma was flaring up because of the industrial air pollution in his hood, or when Ishmael developed chronic diseases associated with not having access to fresh food and produce. Hagar cried because they she saw that these people wanted him born but didn't want him to leave that's why I say all the time don't tell me you pro-life if all you want to see is babies born but you don't stick around to make sure that they have a quality of life. Don't tell me you're pro-life if you just wanna see, wanna picket uh, these Planned Parenthood places and and you wanna show these signs and you wanna get all of the glamor and do all of that, but you know where to be found in the fight when we need healthcare, access for the poor, when we need access to fresh food, when we need quality housing, when we need our schools to be built. Don't tell me you're pro-life if you're not in the fight every child. She cried because her son was denied that which was due him and every child ought to have access to fresh food. Every child ought to be able to sleep in a house and not worry about being shot in their sleep. Every child ought to be able to go to a school that is equipped with the necessary tools and resources to properly educate him. Every child ought to be able to go to the doctor when they need to go. Every child ought to be able to get medicine when they need to get it. Every child ought to be able to get a cavity filled when they need to care. Every child. Just tell the truth of the matter. You're not pro life, you're pro birth. Thirdly, 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 Hagar is weeping because she knows the hostility that awaits her son. She knows the hostility that awaits her son. Hagar takes this bottle of water this loaf of bread she knows she's been put out so Carol she goes and even though she knows that she's going into a hostile environment she went on anyhow because that's what mothers do mothers play the hand that they've been dealt that's what mothers do they move forward believing that if they take one step God will take two that's what mothers do Hagar left the place of her son's birth and headed into a hostile environment. It's, it's a hostile environment, my brothers and sisters, that children are being raised in today. Hostile environments and mothers weep while raising children in hostile environments of gated communities that still target children of color as villains and vandals. vandals. It's, it's a hostile context of college campuses where students of color have to prove their student status in order to sit in Common areas where their white counterparts are sitting all the time. It's a hostile environment when kids go into superstores, but they have to keep their hands out of their pockets if they don't want to be profiled. It's a hostile environment on America's streets and roadways where children of color are pulled over for small infractions in an attempt to find a bigger crime. It's a hostile environment where an education system assumes that children of color are learning disabled before testing to see if they are gifted. It's a hostile environment environment is a hostile environment it's a hostile environment and that's why mothers weep this morning in that hostile context i'm closing y'all the text says that she put the boy in some shade bushes y'all know what shade bushes are don't you and she went on and she started to cry me and i don't know if you ever been there marcus i don't know if you ever been there Man, I don't know if any of you have ever been there. When you've done all you know to do and seems like it's not enough, she cried. After you swallowed your pride, after you prayed, after you've served the best you can, after you've given all that you have and things still are not working out, Hagar did the only thing she could do. She cried. But may I draw your attention to verse 17 for a moment. For Verse 17 says, and God heard the voice of the lad. And the angel of God called to Hagar out of heaven and said to her, What aileth thee, Hagar? Fear not, for God hath heard the voice of the lad where he is. You see, while she was crying, y'all, evidently Ishmael was crying too. I need to break in right there, children. Children, get close. Get close to the screen, young people, because I need you to understand that that it's good that you got a praying mama, but you need to learn how to pray on your own. This says that, that God did not answer Hagar because of her cries, but God answered Hagar because of Ishmael. I wish I had a witness in this house. The boy was crying out and God heard the lads' voice. God heard the lads' cry. God heard the boys crying because the boy cried. He came to the mama's rescue. I need some children out there who aren't afraid to cry out and pray to their Lord. I need some teenagers who are not afraid to lift up their hands and lift up their heads. And Lord, say, Lord, come and see about my family. Come and check on my mama. Come and see about my daddy. I need some young folk who are not afraid to cry out to God he cried Ishmael cried and God came to see about Ishmael's mama (laughs) because of Ishmael's cry can I show you what the Lord did in verse 17 part B of that verse it says the angel of God called to Hagar out of heaven and said unto her what hell is he Hagar fear not for God hath heard the voice of the lad where he is. Arise, look at that, y'all. Arise, lift up the lad, hold him in your hand. For I will make of you a great nation. Let, let me let me pause right there because that that thing that thing keep that thing just pulled me back. Lemoyne, it said, for God hath heard the voice of the lad. Where he is. That, that just pulled me back right there. He, he heard the voice of the lad where he is. I need to talk to some mother and some parent right now who's getting ready to send your child off to college. Some mother, some parent who's already sent your, call, your child off to college and, 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 and before this pandemic arose, you, you didn't know what they were doing. You didn't know where they were and you were spending time up at night. You were pacing the floor. You, you, you were losing your weight. You were losing your sleep. You were losing your hair. I need you to see this verse because this verse says that God knows where your child is says where he is I heard him where he is and where you when you can't be there good news this morning is God can be there God is there God says I know where she is you you can't see her but I see her you you can't hear but I hear her you you can't touch him but I can touch him where he is I know already Mm. I know where he is he said now go get him because I've heard him Take him, watch this, in your hand because I'm going to make out of him a great nation. I'm through, y'all, but my soul is happy. My soul is happy because he says, watch this, put him in your hand because I'm going to make of him a great nation. Mm. Then the text says that the Lord opened her eyes and she saw a well of water. Ricky, that, that messed with me at first. But then I remembered something I preached just this Easter. He was there all the time. The Lord had to open Mary's eyes to see who she was talking to. He did not appear all of a sudden. He was there all the time. And in the same way, he opened Hagar's eyes so that she saw a well of water. The bottle of water that she had on her shoulder had already run out of water. But when the Lord came to see about her, Marcus, when he came to see about this crying mother, the Lord opened Hagar's eyes to a well that was there all the time. Do I have a witness here? Is there anybody here who can testify this morning that you're glad that God will open your eyes to things that have been there all the time? Good God, Almighty, I'm so glad today that the Lord will open your eyes and let you see things that are going to help you let you see things that are going to take you over let you see things that are going to fill in the gaps the lord said open your eyes hey god and see this well of water that's been there all the time is there anybody at home today who can thank god this morning that when you thought that you wasn't gonna make it that God stepped in and showed you that he was there all the time you ought to say yeah today because God is a very present helper in time of trouble say yes say yes. good God money! let me hurry here because the Bible says in verse 20 That God was with the lad. This is your shout, y'all. Verse 20 says, God was with the lad and he grew and dwelt in the wilderness and became an archer. You missed your shout. I'm going to tell you again. It says, And God was with the lad and he grew and dwelt in the wilderness and became an archer. You missed it, I'm gonna say it again. And God was with the lad and he grew and dwelt in the wilderness and became an archer. I need to tell some mother this morning, you might've had all kinds of systems. You might've had all kinds of programs. You might've had all kinds of protocols that were established to keep you and your child from being what you wanted and what your child wanted to be. But this says that if god is with you if god is for you can't no systems can't no structures can't no people can't no programs keep you or your child from being what the lord wants you to be is there anybody in here who's glad today that your testimony is they said i couldn't but god said i could they said i wouldn't
4: but god said i would they said i shouldn't but god said i should say yes say it!
2: Here it is, here it is, here it is. I'm through, here it is. It's says, watch this. I just want this word, this one word, I'm through. I want this one word to sear in your mind. Became. And he became. That's your shout, y'all. And he became. Didn't have nothing but a bottle of water and a loaf of bread but that didn't stop him from becoming I need somebody to hear this this morning it does not matter what you don't have as long as you do have the Lord God on your side and he in spite of everything working against him and his mother, he became. Young people, don't tell me. Don't give me an excuse about why you can't do and what you can't do. The devil is a lie. You can become whatever you want to become whatever God's will is for your life and Ishmael became an archer. Mm. That ought to bless somebody. That ought to bless somebody this morning. I'm talking to some parent. I'm talking to some mother. You're worried about what your child is going to be in life. Listen, put him in God's hands and I promise you he'll become You wonder how how he's going to make it out of your protective care? I dare you to put him in the arms of the Lord and watch him become. You wonder how how is she going to fend for herself? She's been in this protective cocoon all of her life. I, I dare you to put her in the Lord's hands and she'll become. And he became. Because there's just something about the name of Jesus. I dare you to call him something.
4: Something about the name
2: Jesus. Say there's something.
4: Something about the name Jesus.
2: He'll come check on you.
4: (laughs) It is the sweetest name. Sweetest name I know. I know. Oh,
2: how I love it. I love it. I love it. Oh, how I love the name Jesus in the midnight hour oh
4: wow I love the name Jesus sweetest it is the sweetest
2: name I know can you I say that? there's something about that name something, something something
4: about the name
2: Jesus I don't know what it is it's just something
4: <laughs> something about the name Jesus sweetest name it is the sweet Sweetest name. name I I know Oh how I love Oh how I love the name
2: Jesus When I can't call nobody else
4: Oh how I love the name Jesus It's the sweetest name It is the sweetest name Let me
2: talk to somebody for just a minute I know Listen, if you don't know that name, let me introduce it to you do, do. The name of Jesus That name has saved men, women, boys, and girls since he died on a cross on a hill called Calvary. Uh. Let me introduce him to you. He's my Savior and my Redeemer, and he wants to be yours today. If you don't know him this morning, I want you to pray this prayer. Simply say, Jesus, come into my heart. I believe you died on a cross, yes. I believe you rose again from the dead. And right now, this morning, I accept you as Lord and Savior of my life. Make me a new creature. Thank you, Lord, for salvation. Thank you for washing me. Thank you for saving me. Thank you for redeeming me. Thank you for making me whole. And now I can sing a new song. I'm putting down old things because old things are passed away. All things have become new. And the new song I'm singing is there's something about that name. My God, in Jesus' name.
4: Something about the name
2: Jesus. Hallelujah. Something about that name.
4: Something about the name Jesus. It's the sweetest name. It is the sweetest name that I know. I know. Oh how Oh how I love the name Jesus Said I love it Oh how I I love love the name
2: Jesus Sweetest name It is the sweetest name Name I know, no I know Now listen, if you prayed that prayer, welcome to salvation If you prayed that prayer, salvation, the gift that has been given to you is a gift that nobody or nothing can ever take away does not matter listen to me it does not matter what you do from this point on salvation is an eternal gift and sin has been paid by the blood of jesus christ now here's what i want you to do and here's what the bible tells us to do because we're saved we ought to live for him now because we're saved we ought not live any kind of way and because we're saved we ought to join up with a church and a local body and listen i want to let you do that this morning there's a number on the bottom of your screen right now if you prayed that prayer i want you to call that number if you've already been saved but you're looking for a church to join i want you to call that number and become a part of this fellowship become a part of this church let me be your pastor let these brothers be your brothers and and the sisters who are in here and who will be in here in, in, in a little while let us be your brothers and sisters in the faith call that number right now if it's busy keep calling back because listen, I got news for you. There are people who have already joined the church. You're not by yourself. Even through this pandemic, we've been growing as a church. You ought to be a part of that number. You ought to be a part of that number. So call right now. Because there's something about that name of Jesus. Hallelujah.
4: Something about the name Jesus. It's the sweetest name. It is the sweetest
2: That I know I
0: know Oh how I
2: love the name Oh how I love the name Jesus Does anybody love the name? Oh how I love the
4: name Jesus It's the sweetest name It it is the sweetest name Yeah, yeah, yeah I know Something about the name Jesus Something about that name Something about the name Jesus It's the sweetest name. It is the sweetest name. No other name, no other name, no other name. Oh, how I love the name Jesus! Does anybody love His name? Oh, how I love the name Jesus! Does anybody love His name? It is the.
2: stop that I'm trying to end this service y'all better stop <laughs> my God my God I don't know about you but I feel that in this church I feel it I feel it
4: oh yeah
2: y'all stop my God my God my God
0: Hallelujah.
2: Hallelujah. My God, my God. I want to end. I want to end. I want to pray. Amen. I want to pray. How you feel, Mark? Marcus, you feel good? I'm looking at that picture of Mother Christian out there, and it it looked like, it looked like she, she, she want to hear one more it it looked like she got one more in her mind if if the Lord's been good to you y'all come on and sing that song with us hallelujah we're going to end it right here Lord I know come on y'all
3: Lord
4: I know you've been so good Oh, Lord I know you've been so good you watched over me all night long and Lord I know you've been so
3: I've been wrong in my life, and sometimes I even sin. But Lord, I I thank you for waking me this morning. You let me kneel down and pray again. I could have been dead, sleeping in my grave. You kept your death away this morning and made me behave You've be been good. good, Lord, I. Jesus, you've been good. You've been mighty nice, Lord. I know you've been so good to me. And Lord, I know you spared my life. Well, my mother too. and lord you've been my father too. Out of all the troubles and tries I've had in my life without you lord I don't know what I do. That's why I got my hand in them wine and chain on and every day of my life I trust in your name. You've been of
2: the grace of God and the sweet communion of his Holy Spirit rest rule and abide with each of you now henceforth and forevermore in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen and amen. God bless you. Happy Mother's Day. The Lord has been good to us. I thank you.